You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Grand Rising and good morning, everybody. Welcome to the David Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Got to welcome you to this terrific Tuesday. And it's definitely going to be terrific. And I got to say, you guys, come on, man. It has been a busy morning for me already. Got to send a huge shout out to the team over at New Day Northwest for having me on this morning. What a great, fun show. It's actually airing right now, too. So, we're you know, toggle back and forth. You know, find me on the Hot Topic segment over there today with Amity and the team. It was a great time, you know, spending some time. Time over there with them. And, you know, King Five was my first job, y'all. So it was a huge honor to be able to be back with New Day Northwest once again. Well, of course, this is the top of the show, and I get to share the day today with Allison Fine. She is a phenomenal comedian, but also has been a longtime supporter of Converge Media for, I think, since the beginning. I've been seeing her name popping up, and it's so great. I'm so glad that this platform, we get to not only have somebody who supports us on the back end, but now we get to showcase what she's up to. So I'll be diving into things with her and we'll hear about her comedy that's going on. There's a great show that she's curating and can't wait to learn more about that. But of course, right now it's the top of the show. So it's a great time for you to tag and share the stream. Please tag and share this stream with folks that you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. Also, if you cannot watch us, don't worry. We got you covered. You can find us anywhere you find your favorite podcasts on all 200 plus platforms by searching Converge Media Network and you will find The Day with Trey right there. Got to send a huge shout out to all of our listeners out there who are also our supporters. We appreciate you guys, you know, listening and tuning in to the shows right here at Converge. And I especially appreciate those who are listening to The Day with Trey. You know, some folks are still driving into work or maybe you had a swing shift and you're on your way home. So please find us where you're looking at your favorite podcast and listening to them. We're right there. So shout out to our podcast team too, for making sure that we stay right there where you find podcasts. Well, this is a really great show because I get to spend both of my segments today with Allison. And, you know, I'm so glad that she is here. What's up, Miss Allison? How are you? <laughs> What's up, Trey? I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we're so glad to have you. And, you know, I, I got to say, you have been in those comments right here at Converge for a long time. Tell us about one of the things that really drew you into watching us on Converge. Um, well, before this uh, sort of recent journey in comedy that I'm that I'm on, um, I spent uh, many years doing politics and uh, a lot of community organizing. I still do all of that. I still do all of that. I live in Federal Way. We're, we're neighbors down there in Federal Way. Um, and I used to watch Omari actually on the live streams during the protests. So at one point, um, I was down at the chop. I was checking out the chop and seeing what was going on down there. Uh, I know Chikundi through politics, his brother. And, uh, I was actually standing in the middle of like the Black Lives Matter um, mural on the ground. And I said to myself, I wonder if Amari is down here and I wonder if I'll get to meet him. And literally, as I thought that, he walked up next to me and I was like, are you 
you're Mari Salisbury, right? And he was like, yeah. And I introduced myself. I told him how I knew his brother. I told him that I do politics. And uh, after that, like, we just sort of connected. Um, I started following Converge um, probably from day one. You're right. Probably from day one. Um, and I've just seen what you guys do uh, for the community here. I I'm actually a transplant. I'm from California. I've been here about nine years. Um, but I see how important you are to this community. And I think that it's really important uh, that you get support from um, all over, not just from Seattle, but from everyone that you affect, which is, you know, King County, Pierce County. I mean, you guys are going to Oregon and internationally, it looks like. So um, I'm just a really big supporter. And then you and I sort of connected and became friends. And uh, I'm just grateful to be here for the first time. Yeah, right. On. Well, I'm glad to have you. I mean, you know, there's something so special about, you know, the ways that people find Converge uh, because we are really dedicated to community stories. And one of the things that I always iterate here is, you know, I'm so excited that what we're doing is impacting community in a positive way, you know, shining a light on this. And because you are in politics and you were like deep in it, too, in federal way. And we just broke that story. I mean, we heard it over the weekend about Pastor Anderson being shot twice with a BB gun. I mean, you were probably hearing it from your political channels as well. But but what's your take on this? I mean, is it that now black, you know, candidates have to worry about canvassing? Um, I say from a political perspective, I actually did hear about it sort of as it was breaking. Um I think that uh, we have an amazing delegation of people of color in the 30th legislative district down in Federal Way. Um, and then we have Claire Wilson, who is a, an LGBTQ senator. Um, I actually ran Jesse Johnson's campaign for city council um, before he became a state, a state representative. So I have seen this kind of behavior in South King County for five, six years now. Um, I think that it is something that we need to just be aware is still in existence. I think that the political climate that we're in um, definitely lends to uh, people who are um, people who are racist. Let's just call it what it is, yeah. right? Like people who are racist, feeling very comfortable being racist in their communities. And I think that um, I think that this is something that's been uh, experienced. Uh, I know that actually um, the opponent, one of the opponents in in Carrie Anderson's race, Christina Reeves. I mean, she's doorbelled uh, for years now in multiple races and she's been called the N-word and she's been called all of all these terrible things, um, just being out there trying to do better. So I think what it is, is it's a it's a call to reality um, that that we need to, to protect our candidates. Uh, it's a call to the candidates to make sure that they are doing things safely um, and that they are never alone um, because, uh, because People are still out there and they're still they're still very openly and willingly um, being aggressive towards yeah. candidates of color. And I think that it's uh, it's pretty sad. Well, you know, when we think about the demographics of Federal Way, we're talking about 14 percent black families out there in Federal Way. And I think that there's still a lot of catching up that some of our South King County cities really have to do with regard to the influx of families of color, you know, families from the global majority you know, coming into their cities. And honestly, there does need to be a more diverse representation that is representing those families as well. And I think that what I've really witnessed, honestly, Allison, in federal ways that people are just not willing to give that up, right? We have a lot of cities out there that are used to being majority white, like, you know, and, and, and it's in all facets of, you know, politics, chamber of commerce. I mean, you name it. There's a lot of spaces where, 
you know, those from the global majority don't feel welcome. And even though now that's their, they bought property there, they're paying property taxes, they're, you know, a, a elected, you know, citizen that's engaged in the civic process, there's still not enough candidates that are representing them. So I just give kudos to anybody who really is out there pushing for it, um, for that representation. I think it's so important and so key. And it's also one of those things that are going to maybe break the monotony of thought that we're seeing in some of these cities where that racism is still so alive and well and blatant, as you say. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, racism is, is uh, going to exist long past us, right? Um, but I don't think that we should let it hinder what we're doing. I don't think it should let us hinder the movement. Um, again, I've only been here about nine years. I'm from the Bay Area, which is an extremely gentrified area. I mean, friends that friends that I have that live uh, you know, in communities like uh, Oakland or uh, East Palo Alto, they live two or three hours from their jobs sometimes because of gentrification. So gentrification is nothing new. In Federal Way, what I learned living here and doing politics and community work is that um, I always I always try and take a positive stance. I say that Federal Way has benefited from the gentrification uh, of Seattle because people have moved to our community and we've made it my, more diverse. Mm -hmm. um, in that, I think that representation will always matter. I think that we have fantastic uh, representation now with Jamila Taylor and with Jesse Johnson, um, and then again with, with Senator Wilson. But I think that um, our city councils are not necessarily as diverse as we like. Um, and I think that there's a lot of pushback. I think in, I mean, I know last year, um, our city council went from uh, a more um, progressive majority to a more conservative majority again. And so that flip-flop, is the pushback from those more conservative people saying, no, this is our community and we wanted to stay our community. At the end of the day, uh, those of us who are people of color or are queer people or are more progressive, we need to stand our ground. You know, I one of the things that I also do, and I know I'm here to talk about comedy, but I'm also the founder of Pride Federal Way. Mm -hmm. um, and in fact, August 6th, we're having our first Pride picnic. Um, so that, that stemmed from a bunch of pushback back in 2019 about just flying a pride flag in federal way and um when the people said uh we want it i fought for it and uh, the city council and our mayor uh jim farrell he agreed to fly it and he was very uh supportive but there was a big chunk of our community that didn't want it and um I, i'm a fighter uh, i'm a fighter so i said oh you don't you don't want the flag well we're gonna have a whole festival yeah. and so we started planning it pre-pandemic we're still here after the pandemic and uh, now we're having pride in our community. So I think that um, no matter what we face, we have to push forward and we have to come together and say, we're here, we're not going anywhere and uh, and fight for our um, representation yeah. and our equity there. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, I think there's going to be some shuffling. We see that, you know, Mayor Jim Farrell's going up for a different seat. So there may be some shuffle there. I also think, too, I give a huge shout out to Councilmember Gamar Zahalai for representing at the county level, which also, too, folks don't realize there's not a lot of representation there. And the things that he's pushing for, he receives a lot of pushback as well. So I just appreciate you diving in a little bit with your political know-how. Uh, to sh shine some light on some of these things that are happening because I do think federal aid represents what are what is happening in a lot of different South King County cities and so I just I really appreciate you because we we didn't even plan to go there but I was like 
else in here. We got to dive in a little bit, especially <laughs> after what just happened to Pastor Anderson. I know you have seen a lot, but after this short break, we're diving all the way into comedy. <laughs> we are going to make sure that we end on a great note. You guys stay tuned after this short break. We're going to be diving into this comedy show that's coming up. Allison's going to be telling us all about it and how she kind of transitioned and merged into comedy. So stay tuned after this short break. You guys, you're watching The Day with Trey. Hey guys, Basic Garden here. Check this out. This Tuesday is the next Real Seattle Media Mixer. And I am so excited to say, although we know that we have a mixer every single event, we also have a panel. And this month's panel, it'll feature on advertising and sponsorships and reaching out to the people to give you that bag because let's be frank it's not always that easy if you don't have the proper tools so in order to make sure that we have this conversation we are teaming up with the vita agency who was actually who well converge media works with for our advertising so who better to tell you guys how to get that money how to get to the bag than exactly who helps us get to the money and the bag okay so look the event is free happens tuesday july 19th 8 p.m to 11 11 p.m. over at Gold Bar Seattle. All I ask is that you RSVP with this link right here to make sure your girl has a proper headcount. That way we have enough staff in place. All right. So look, I will see you guys on Tuesday at 8 p.m. and make sure you have your questions ready to find out how you can get future brand deals sponsorships, and of course, get to that bag. Woohoo! It is definitely a busy time right here at Converge Media. As Basa said there, you guys want to hop into this mixer. These media mixers are phenomenal, and Basa and the team just do, does a great job of curating this so that you can really walk away with some tips and tricks that you can use to boost your business. And of course, right there, y'all saw it. My brother, The Troop with Proof, his show is airing tonight as well. So, Busy, busy time right here at Converge Media. But also, this lady who's with me today, Allison Fine, has been very busy herself. Allison, no, we talked about politics in that first segment, but you really have merged into comedy, and it's so great to see you. I actually got to see you perform on stage. Tell us a bit about what got you into comedy. Um, I think that um, with comedy, I was looking for sort of a creative outlet. I grew up uh, as a musician and I haven't, I haven't done music for a long time. Um, the last few years doing politics has been really difficult. Um, it is a, it's a stressful place to be. And especially in a place like South King County where you're facing so many obstacles. Um, and so, uh, also, uh, as a side note, um, I'm, a a survivor of a pretty significant domestic violence incident that happened a few years ago. Um, so I think that part of it was like processing trauma for me mm -hmm. and wanting to find a way um, to do something for myself and to to bring light to uh, to others. Um, I've always sort of been funny. Uh, you know, the people I grew up with, if you couldn't, you know, if you couldn't uh, talk mess, we used to call it capping. Now capping right. means lie. But right. if you couldn't cap with them <laughs> folks, you know what I'm saying? Like you weren't going to make it in those communities. So I always learned how to uh, sort of, you know, to, to snap back. And so, um, I actually went to, to Nate Jackson's, Nate Jackson's super funny comedy club. And I was going to see shows there. I had a couple of friends that knew him. They said, Oh, tell Nate. I said, what's up? So I introduced myself to Nate one night and I said, look, um, I want to try comedy. I want to be on your stage one day. And, um, Nate said, start coming every Tuesday. And that's their, their open mic night. And he said, start studying. And this was uh, beginning of July, about a year ago. Mm -hmm. So I did. I started going every single Tuesday, eight o'clock. 
um, which it still it still happens today. It's free. Um, they have a happy hour now, so you can come at like 6.30, I think, and have happy hour. And there's always a, a free uh, open mic night. Um, and so I started studying, and I, I, um, I went every single Tuesday for months. And then uh, last year, on September 29th, um, I went up for the very first time at an open mic. Actually, uh, the homie Sween One was hosting, yeah. and um, and I, I, I just, I just did it. And I knew maybe I would love it, maybe I wouldn't. Um, but the the energy and the uh, the sort of endorphin releasing feelings that you get from comedy were were pretty amazing. So, so here I am doing oh it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Here you are doing it. And the one thing I really appreciate about what you're curating is you're bringing a lot of folks that maybe we haven't seen before. Tell us a bit about how you curate talent and are finding talent to make these shows happen. Well, one thing I can say is um, I've been able to sort of take my community organizing background and my event planning background and, and sort of pair it with with comedy. Uh, most time, most of the time, new comedians, um, they're just hitting open mic stages and they're just really, they're doing open mics for, for sometimes years before they start getting real shows. Um, I saw a need for uh, more open mic opportunities in South King County and Pierce. So I started a group called the Open Mic Collective um, where we have open mics, um, open mics, uh, we have some every single Saturday. They're free in Auburn. A couple times a month in Des Moines. We're looking for new opportunities. That allows new comics to hit open mics more often and to get more stage time so they can get better. Because the only time that you can do comedy in the mirror all you want to, you are never going to be funny unless you know that you have an audience of strangers, not your mama, strangers that are confirming that you are funny. So I started the Open Mic Collective. Um, you can find them at Open Mic Collective PNW on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And then I started producing shows. Federal Way doesn't have a lot of nightlife. We don't have a lot of entertainment. So I produced a couple shows in, uh, in Federal Way, and uh, they went really well. And so I've, um, I stepped up. I, I have a partner. His name is Ashley Russian. He's actually been a comedian for 12 years. Um, and we approached Nate. And we said, hey, could we do a show at, at your at your club? And he said, yes. So um, one of the things that we did, it's called the Fresh and Funny Comedy Show. And one of the things that we wanted to do was highlight some of the up-and-coming local folks that we know are just on their way to stardom. Um, and then bring in some people that are from all over the country that maybe people have never heard of but, but have been headlining for years and bring them to the Pacific Northwest. So um, so that's that's how we got where we got and that's where we are this week <laughs> well you know i think this is a, a really great thing you know for me and and clearly i love to use this platform as a way to spotlight talent that maybe not a lot of people know about right or different opportunities that people may not know and i, I think that there's something to be said here because when you're th thinking about the, the audience you already have kind of built in where it's people who go to shows all the time. But then there's others who are like, well, man, I'm looking for something to do with my friends, don't really know what it is. So you got to have those opportunities available for them. But then they walk away because there's something so healing about laughter, you know, right? Like you, you can study this, the releases that you get. There's a lot of studies that prove that laughter is a part of our like healing dynamic in our human vessels, right? So the ideas that, that, you know, you guys are getting together and curating laughter for these audiences that 
again, may have never known who these comedians were or comics were, and they get to learn about them and then follow them over time. That for me is something that's really uh, high key about what you're doing. And shout out to Nate too, for seeing the need, you know, and, and being open and willing to say, look, yeah, let's do it. I mean, he already comes with that mindset, but to, to understand that, he was open to the ideas you had. I know that meant a lot to you. Yeah, it really did because I had been doing these other shows and I started the Open Mic Collective. And the Open Mic Collective is a, is a bunch of comics that come together and, and produce these shows together. Um, but I was actually outside with Nate and Ashley and actually a, a comic from LA named Amir K, who is absolutely a, a killer comic. And we were talking up just casually and we were talking about all the things that I do. And um, he said, well, why don't you do a show here? And I was like, because Nate's not going to have me do a show. I mean, this is a 280-person club. If you're not familiar with Nate Jackson's, it's the largest Black-owned club in the country, right? And there's only, I think, six or four Black-owned clubs, period. Um, and Nate is a working, headlining, you know, comic. So when Amir said that, I was just like, oh, I, I don't know about that. And Nate's like, do it. Like, let's do it. So that was a huge opportunity. This is a huge opportunity. Um, I do think that laughter is healing. I do think that it brings together community. I've been at shows um, like Tony Baker, where Tony Baker does a lot of internet stuff, right? So there's black people, white people, old people, young people, and everyone's in the same room and everyone is just having a good time and enjoying life. And right now, more than ever, probably, coming out of this pandemic, um, we need opportunities to just laugh and be happy and enjoy uh, a night out. So this opportunity has been huge for me and Ashley, my partner. Um, and I'm super excited and I'm super excited to tell you guys about it too. So. Well, you know, uh, you're about to tell us all about it. And you mentioned Tony Baker and I just got to say, uh, you know, I don't get a lot of time to just like downtime, right? And for me, my life is kind of you know, scheduled out and it's on the go all the time. But I was able to catch some of his stuff online and the the ways that he does the voiceovers with the animals. I mean, I'm telling you, I can't, I, I've, I've had to show my parents. I'm like, this guy is funny and he is so good with that. Like the fact that he has these voices he uses, I, that gives me a hoot, I gotta say. So tell us more about this show. I know we got the flyer, we'll put it up and you can tell people how they can make sure they come and contact this. Yeah, so when Ashley and I decided to do this show together, um, we wanted to bring in someone from out of town that people didn't really know, but someone who was established. So um, we decided to bring in, uh, yeah, there's our flyer. We decided to bring in a woman, her name is uh, Erica Clark. She's from Chicago. Um, I was actually in Chicago for a work trip a couple weeks ago, I got to meet her. She is so hilarious. She's been, I think she's been a comedian for 11 years, but she was a teacher for a long time. She's actually in law school right now. She always talks about how this is an amazing hobby for her, but she's been headlining tours for 11 years. Um, uh, she, this is a fun fact. Um, she, she'll probably, I hope she doesn't see this, but she's also Mr. T's daughter. Aww. So she comes with all of this background in the, in the, you know, the Hollywood community. Um, and um, you can see a lot of her influence um, when you when you meet her and you listen to her comedy. She also, like I said, she was a teacher. So she talks about a lot of relatable things to like families and parents. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil any of her comedy because she's great, but she's our headliner. Um, and then we also have some local greats. Um, 
Sam Miller and Juan Forno. Uh, Sam just finished taping his first special. Uh, Juan Forno is about to tape his special. He's from Canada, but he lives here in Everett. Um, so those are, those are actually headliners too, but they're actually featuring. So, um, those are people that you would see, you know, you would pay full price to see them, but they're featuring for Erica right now. We also had an opportunity to partner um, at the club with um, Eastern Washington. They have a like a fundraiser thing going on. Um, and so um, Nate Jackson himself is on our lineup, which is huge because that's Nate. If you guys haven't seen Nate Jackson, Nate Jackson is a is a is a murderer as a headliner. His crowd work is amazing. Uh, I learn something every time I sit in, in front of uh, Nate Jackson, and I do that two, three times a week sometimes. Um, and then you have myself, you have uh, Ashley Russian, who's hosting, and then we just added um, Pete McCorvey. He's not even on our flyer. We just added him this weekend. Pete McCorvey is actually in the Navy, staged in that of Bremerton, but he's been a comedian for like 10 years. Um, he's from Mississippi, so I always say, listen hard, because he talks fast. Um, but this lineup is like fire. Um, but I'm also uh, really excited about our partnerships. We have some community partnerships. Um, I reached out to the community. We're partnering with uh, ETC uh, Tacoma Clothing. Um, we're partnering with the I Am Lock Shop, which they have a Federal Way School. They have a Rainier Beach Shop. They have a Tacoma Shop and a shop in Arizona. We're partnering with the Tacoma Tooth Fairy. She does tooth whitening and tooth gems and makes grills, all kinds of stuff. Um, Chris Clips, he's a barber, but he's also a photographer. He's one of our partners. Um, and then um, Essence Lounge and Platinum Entertainment, which is Mike Brown. So they are all sponsoring us. Those are partners for us. And I think that's really important too, because I believe, you know this, I believe in bringing in community. So they're coming, actually ETC to Tacoma is having a pop-up shop. So you can even come and get some clothes there. Um, I think the best thing and the most exciting thing for us is that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Nate's actually bringing in TI. Wow. And so T.I. is going to be there for the weekend. And I know T.I. is very controversial as a comedian, um, but he's selling out already. And we have tickets to raffle at our show for the T.I. show. So I'm really much about bringing the community together, bringing in community partners, partnerships, and um, and making sure everyone has a good time. And someone's going to win. We have a bunch of raffle prizes, but someone's going to win tickets to come see T.I. on Friday night with us. So I'm excited about that, too. Oh, my gosh. There's so much going on. So, all right. Now, yeah, I mean, we have it right there on the flyer. We'll put it up again. How do they come and see this show? This is happening this week, right on Thursday. On Thursday. It's on Thursday at 8 p.m. Uh, doors open at 7. You can go to the Super Funny um, Comedy Club website. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram and Facebook is Ali, A-L-L-I, Real, uh, R-E-A-L, Funny A-F. Um, you can contact me through there. You can go to the Fresh and Funny comedy show on Instagram. Um, my phone number's on the flyer. You can, I mean, I've been getting people hit, hitting me up for tickets in every way. So you can go on there. If you um, have a July birthday, your ticket is free. Nice. Um, if you have a group of four or more, we have discounts. Um, it, it's going to be a good time. This this lineup from the comedians community are like, how did you make this lineup? Like this lineup is going to be fire. So you don't want to miss this Thursday night, eight o'clock, uh, Nate Jackson, super funny comedy club in Tacoma. Uh, please come check us out.
Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Allison, for being here already. I'm excited. I mean, we may have a little converged yeah. crew out there. We're trying to pull it together, but thank you again for being here. And thanks for all you're doing out here in community to thank keep you. the laughs coming. Thank you. We appreciate you. Thank you, Trey, for having me. Absolutely. You guys, I told you it was going to be a terrific Tuesday. Miss Allison just dropped those gems right after this short break. I'll just do a quick recap and let y'all know what to expect tomorrow. Just stay tuned right there. You're watching the day with Trey. What up, y'all? It's T-Dub. I'm here at Converge Media to let you know about my new venture, The Resole. We are introducing Seattle's first dry cleaner for sneakers, and we want you to be a part of it. Head over to www.theresole206.com this Juneteenth weekend for our official website launch. Hey there, it's Trey Holiday, And of course, Besa and I had to take a trip back to Market Street Shoes to grab some items. They always know what to show us. And let me tell you, we both spent quality time to be sure we collected some amazing additions to our wardrobes. They have some of the most unique bags, shoes, and accessories. I mean, the whole shebang. It's always a good time when I get to shop with my girl, Baker. Make sure you go check out Market Street Shoes, y'all, and you too can walk out with some dope gear. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, And what a terrific Tuesday we had here. Miss Allison Fine graced us the whole show. We talked a bit about politics. And, of course, we had to end it on that comedy show that is coming up this Thursday. Make sure you guys check out Nate's Super Funny Comedy Club. And she gave you a bunch of other ways. The flyer was up there. You guys can call. You guys can figure out how to get your tickets, get your groups together, get discounts. Looks like it's going to be a fire lineup. I'm so glad she was here to share that with us today. Of course, I... I want y'all to be inspired. Allison's doing a bunch of things, but she's finding a way to see herself as a part of multiple solutions. So you guys better inject some inspiration into yourselves and figure out how you can do the same. And tomorrow, I actually get to sit down with the Isaiah Anderson. I'm so glad that he'll be gracing the couch. He's going to be telling us all about the Teen Summer Musical. You guys know this is always a phenomenal show every year, so I can't wait to dive in with him tomorrow and until tomorrow at 11 a.m. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.